The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com and save 15% with promo code DEAL. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This episode of Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com is brought to you in part by the Columbine Label Company. No matter what your product, food, beverage, beauty, or industrial, to name a few, we can manufacture your label. Learn more at ColumbineLabel.com. CannabisRadio.com presents Grassroots Marketing on Location, featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those impacting and evolving the cannabis industry. We now take you on location to the 2018 NCIA Cannabis Business Summit in San Jose, California. We're doing continuing coverage here at the 2018 NCIA Cannabis Business Summit here on CannabisRadio.com. I'm joined by someone who I've known for a very long time in other sectors. Before we all made our way into the cannabis industry, I'm thinking about Joan Irvine. She's co-founder and CEO of Responsitech, empowering the cannabis industry to rise above in youth safety. Joan Irvine, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you stopping by our booth here at the NCIA Summit and Business Summit and Expo. So tell me real quick, uh, how have you enjoyed the event and what kind of response have you had for something that you've been passionate with for so long and in a day of online age where children are susceptible to social media, to so many different elements right now on the web and trying to protect them. Tell me the kind of work that you've been doing all this time and what brought you to the cannabis industry. Thank you. Well, we've been involved in online youth safety since 2002. Uh, We discovered that there was a real need to be able to keep children away from unacceptable, unacceptable for children. And at the time before, was anybody doing anything like that prior to that? No. Nobody was doing it for these. All you had is government saying you have to do youth safety. And but they didn't say how. And plus, you don't want government telling you how to do youth safety. So, yeah, yeah. So what we did is we came up with a set of best practices about what companies could do to keep kids away from their sites and to protect their businesses. And one of them is we developed a website label that if parents that our members would put this label on their site and if parents implemented parental filtering um, on their kids' computers and their phones, that kids wouldn't be blocked totally from even getting to these websites. And that is really the most important. You you block them right there. And I must say what was really exciting about this is the work we did on this. We were able to get the American Society of Association Executives Make a Better World Award. And because of that, we also got awards from Congressperson Jane Harmon, City of L.A., City of San Francisco, City of San Diego, State Assembly, you know, et cetera. So that our work was recognized by the government. So that that was really good, and so people could 
you know, put, put that website, our members could put that on their site. And then also what we did for our members is we had best practices. And you can say we have best practices, but unless you're monitoring your members, you don't know whether they're really going by. So we actually monitor our member sites to make sure they're going by our best practices and let them know if they're not doing it correctly. And also in the prior industries, in this industry, what the affiliate model, which is basically the referral online referral model, if somebody that you're getting traffic from is doing something wrong and you make money offer that traffic, you can be brought up on the same charges that they're being brought up on. And so what we do is we spider our members' affiliates to make sure that they're doing things correctly so that you're protecting yourself. So that's another uh, benefit that we gave to our membership. Now, if you go to basically any layman cannabis website, you might see a 21 year and older prompt, which, I mean, nothing's stopping anything there. Uh, what are the kind of things that you do for these uh, companies to help get them more aware and to get them more protective towards you? Okay. Well, one of the things that we're doing is, as I said, with this label, first of all, it's a very visible label. So people see it on their sites. And so it, it, right there, it gives them that credibility. Um, and then the visibility that we also do is we, we go to government. We let government know what we're doing. I mean, we've been all over the world uh, meeting with governments. And here in California, we've met with government. I did the NCIA lobbying days. So we let them know because their first issue is always child protection. So we let them know what we're doing and what the industry is doing in order to keep kids away and to really rise above what they're doing. But also, so that's one of the things that we help our members with. But also there's other things that we help our members with that actually directly impact their business. We have a company that does um, age-restricted ad buying, one of our authorized channel partners, Buoyancy Digital. They do age-restricted ad buying, so actually by using our best practices that these companies will then, you'll be vetted and some publications uh, will accept your advertising, which that's a real issue in our current industry. Talk to me real quick, and I want to talk more about what you've done out, out in the fray, about choosing the NCIA as a place to go ahead and engage with cannabis uh, companies. Okay. Oh, well, first, uh, let me circle back a second. You asked why we got into this industry. We saw this as the same same issues as the other industries that we have been involved with, and we saw that there was going to be that need. And since it's a very really almost the beginning of this industry, right. people aren't even aware of these things and how we can help protect them. So that was one of our decisions, and it was like, how do I get into this industry? And it was like, you know, I could have had a V8. I'm going, youth safety. Yeah, it was like youth safety. It really was. And it was like youth safety. I've been doing that since 2002. And so we have a lot of the, the contacts already just around youth safety. But to circle back to your question, just recently, NCI, NCI engagement, I believe in associations. And NCIA is the national association. So they're the ones that are putting out of the policy. They're doing the legislation. They're working with all the companies that we want to be working right. with. And also, NCIA has been absolutely fantastic. We've done, you know, a podcast before with you. Uh, we went to their uh, lobbying days. In fact, we just announced uh, before this show that any of their members who become our members or want to become a sponsor will get a 10% discount. And they've announced us, at, uh, we have a quote that they've announced us as strategic partner with them. 
So in that strategic partnership leads me to my next question. What kind of things, if you give me a couple of different parameters that you're looking for cannabis companies to create as part of their compliance, to make sure they're up to, say, a certain code of ethics, to make sure that they are offering the proper protection. What are a couple of things you think that some of the cannabis companies within the NCAA could do more of? Well, first of all, to recognize that, that are you 21 is not going to be working or putting in a birth date. The government's going to come down on us on those people really very quickly. And one of the other things that can help is by us having defined best practices, written defined best practices, companies then know what they need to be doing and then the government can see what they're doing. It may change as everything is changing in this industry, but that's one of the ways that we can be, you know, very helpful. And in fact, I was talking to some insurance companies here and they said, you know, if somebody's your member and you're monitoring like that and you're doing this and this, they're less of a risk. So they're not quite as high risk. So their insurance their insurance rates may be lower because of being so proactive about keeping kids away from their websites and their business. So that's, a, I mean, that, when somebody mentioned that to me today, I went, whoa, very nice. You know? Well, think about it, because the liability, I mean, I've already heard enough, of, we've talked to a couple of insurance companies, and dealing with premiums because, and how some companies are very afraid to even go ahead and go a part of that because of that, but it's, this is the kind of importance of what you really get by playing through the insurance companies that you're with, and if you need to secure yourself, these are the kind of method, the method, the methods that you need to do to make that happen. Now, the other thing you also did is uh, you also work with, you also did in a global respect, you work with international experts developing policies for high-risk GTLDs. Uh, you worked with, I mean, law school uh, professors, ACLU uh, members, a former ACL president, and I mean, just so many different people. And is there something that you're doing in the same respect? Because obviously, I, I don't know how much NCI is as a global association, but you know, Canada's obviously going to have, have their issues. Is there anything you could say about how to branch out this message to other companies outside of the U.S. and North America? Oh, well, absolutely, because it's always, it's international. When you're talking about this, and even in the prior um, industries I worked with, it was totally international. And that makes it, when we say rise above, we're able to develop policies on an international basis so that it really is even that much more effective. But to, um, to get back to the policy council that I used to have, it, we had this woman, Nadine Strauss, who had been president of the ACLU for 18 years and taught at New York Law School. We had all these top, I mean, I would walk in and go, I am not worthy, I am not worthy, you know, to these people because they were so amazing. And we talked about it and we said, you know, the only way to make the internet totally safe for kids is to shut it off. Yes. And so that's not realistic, so how do we develop policies? So we work to develop policies for top-level, you know, high-risk top-level domains, and ICANN actually adopted that for other top high-risk top-level domains. What we're doing for this industry is we've put together a policy council under a nonprofit, a separate nonprofit. We'll be developing our policy, and we have people like Fiona Patton is an MP in Melbourne, Australia. And she just did a junket last year with other MPs and law enforcement uh, around the world, and they produced a 650-page document on drug reform in Australia. She's going to be on our policy council. 
We have the woman, Diane Goldstein, who's the chair of LEAP, Law Enforcement Action Partnership. She's going to be on the policy council. We're going to have people who are involved in policy. We have a man who uh, has Angeles Emeralds uh, Trade Association in L.A., who is also on the L.A. County uh, Cannabis Policy Working Group. He's going to be on our policy council. So we bring in the top people that help us take a look at each segment of the cannabis industry. And there are segments. You know, it's like, what does a dispensary do? What does a delivery company do? So we're bringing in all packaging. We're bringing in experts. And they will help us develop the policy that w then we integrate into our system. So this leads me to my final question for Joan Irvine, co-founder and CEO of Responsatech. You already had an existing group of professionals that you have working for you. Go ahead and kind of give me some detail about the people that are helping you in this regard. Well, I'm very, very lucky that I have people that I've been working with since 2002 that um, have come on board with me. And I can't mention names. And you know, one of them is somebody who's been in this industry for 10 years, and that is uh, Stephen Bugby. And so he's been in this space, and I knew him from other industries. We have. Uh, our um, age verification software company is out of the UK and it's Alistair Graham and he is on the government the British Standard Institute Government Commission on age verification and just started the age verification provider um, alliance over in the UK so and then I have somebody that I worked with at um, when I was developing policy for the core of the internet, I have that person who is there, the, I hired there, that is going to be running our nonprofit for the policy development. And more and more people that I'm running into that I know, uh, even like Buoyancy Digital that's doing oh, the, yes. yeah, Scott, you know, Rabinowitz. Scott Rabinowitz. Scott has been doing age restricted ad buying for 20 years. So he's our um, authorized channel partner. So I brought him on board because all the people I know from the past, I mean, I've known you for years. Right, so right. so we're pulling in all these people we've known and you go, of course, I, you know what we did, you did for us, Joan, and uh, you're doing it again. <laughs> Absolutely. And I have to commend you. When I heard, uh, when I first, we didn't know, I, mean, I didn't know how long you had been in the cannabis space already, but knowing you were here, and first of all, having you on our Cannabis Industry Voice program on the network, just said to myself, this was a no-brainer. I mean, all the experience that you bring, and all the experience, and the peers, and the professionals you bring on board, and what you have accomplished for the internet in general, is highly commendable. I mean, I praise the work that you have done, and the cannabis industry should be extremely thankful, and the NCIA know as well, very thankful that you brought your work into this space. It's only going to make this space better. Well, well, thank you so much. I, I so appreciate that because it is, it, to me, it is exciting. Yes. And can I say, in the past, what I did with the label that I did in the past, I really felt like it was my legacy that, that I gave to the international world. I mean, I, it's one of these that I'm going, I can't believe that I, I did this. Yes. And it is, it is a legacy. And now, and I thought that, that was going to be my last big legacy. Now being in the cannabis industry, I just feel that I'll be able to ha redo a new, a, a new phase, a new legacy, yes. and something else that I leave to this world about child protection and also protecting an industry that the cannabis industry should be, everything should be legalized. It should have never, I won't even get into the Lord, politics of it, because that's a whole nother segment. <laughs> <laughs> but as I said, but I really, and it's, it's, gonna, it's education, and it's like, because as I said, people really don't even think about this until it starts to happen to them. Yeah. And we're going to be able to be proactive, which in the other 
couple of industries, we always had to be kind of reactive. So here we can be proactive and it's great. Excellent. Joan Irvine, co-founder and CEO of Responsatech, a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for Cannabis Radio once again. I know we're going to continue to have you on here in the near future. Location. Thank you again. Only on CannabisRadio.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.